Hey, my friend, Happy New Year to you and Sister Joanne. Same to you, brother, and your family. Thank you, my friend. It's great to hear your voice and be back with you today. Yes, God uh, did it again. Praise the Lord. He's not done with you, brother. We got you here tonight preaching the gospel. Folks, uh, welcome aboard. I'm excited to be here with Pastor Joseph Ferrara coming to you from Port St. Lucie, Florida, here on January 1st, 2024. And uh, please invite a friend to tune in tonight. Brother Joseph, you want to open us in prayer, and the mic is yours. Yes, sir. Thank you, Shannon. God bless you. Have a great and blessed uh, New Year, you and your family and your loved ones. And uh, I pray right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done in my life. I give you all the glory and all the honor. Lord, it's been over three months since uh, I left the air at Omega Man Radio. Lord, uh, deathly sick, sick unto death. But, Lord, you did uh, many, many uh, great things, and you're still doing them. And I'm halfway through. I'm still looking at uh, two surgeries and uh, complete healing in my body. And, uh, Lord, I give you all the glory and all the honor. And the same can happen to you, my friend. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what it looks like. But just remember, God made you promises. And uh, they're true. And while you're going through them, while you're going through your uh, storms, whatever they are in life, remember, Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So when you're going through it, he's there right with you in the storm. I pray for the sick and afflicted tonight as they reach out by faith. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will move, that you will move upon them, and that you will heal the sick and afflicted as they desire healing. I pray for the orphans this new year that they will be taken care of. There's a lot of them. There's thousands of them in Ukraine. I pray that you send uh, the perfect laborers to take care of them in Ukraine and the other parts of the world. I pray that you comfort the widows, Lord, in the church, and uh, that you part your spirit, Lord, on this uh, world, this uh, dark world, this sin-sick world, and I pray for a special blessing over the church of Jesus Christ, that it will burn brightly 2024, that many uh, of God's... uh, Creation will come home to the Father, to their Father, and uh, be adopted into the family of God this year. I pray for millions to come into the kingdom all over the world. We preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He is the answer of life. He is the blessed hope. And if you don't have no hope tonight, He will not fail you. He will never fail you. 
So we touch and agree tonight by faith, believing that he's going to do great things tonight through this message. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. He's all I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. He's all you need. He's all you need. Jesus is all you need. Remember, is anything too hard for the Lord? He said that. He said all things are possible to him that believes. He started out his ministry, he taught about prayer. And when he taught about prayer, he said that you're going to have storms in life. But if you put your faith upon the rock, and the rock being Jesus Christ, that you will stand. That when the storm is over, you will be standing. With the, with the sword in your hand. The sword represents the word of God. And when you're standing. Is the stand of faith. That you've come through your storm. By the power of God. Don't you care that we perish. Said one of the disciples in the ship. When there was a terrible storm filling the ship with water and they were going down and Jesus was in the back of the ship sleeping with great peace. And he called on Jesus and Jesus said, peace to the storm. That means that Jesus Christ has all the power over all the elements the elements of this world. Because he is the creator. He is the creator. He made all things. He is able to fix all things. He is able to restore all things. He is able to heal all things. He is able to change all things. He is able to break the bars of sin and addiction that have you bound in your prison, in your heart that you cannot get free from your sin. David said in Psalm 51, after the prophet Nathan came to him, Saying, thou art the man, David. You're guilty, David. Psalm 51, he cries out to God. Change me, Lord. Change my heart. I don't want to be like this. I am your king. I don't want to have this sin in my heart. 
Create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit. His desire was to go out and tell others about God and the power of God and what God can do. To a man that committed adultery and murder and lying, God did deliver him, as far as we know. King David. You're going to have storms in life, my friend. You're going to have storms in life. Look at what happened already this morning. Early today in uh, Japan, a major earthquake. These are warnings. These are signs of the end times. Matthew chapter 24, Jesus said there will be earthquakes all over the world. And it's coming to pass today. 7.5 earthquake. And uh, I don't know how many, but probably many people died. And uh, there was warnings of Tsunami uh, waves that would hit the coastline. These are confirmations of God's word that he said that these things would happen before he comes back. But we must remember as Christians, we must bind together in love. And we must support Omega Man Radio. And we must help Shannon Davis to get this gospel out into all the world. And then Jesus is coming back. We know Shannon's not the only one. But like in the United States Army, there's many battalions. There's many different battalions, and there's that many different uh, that you serve. Like you have, for example, the 3rd Infantry Division, the 1st Army. You have these different divisions in the army. And uh, Shannon Davis is like a division, one of the divisions. Omega Man Radio of getting the word of God out into all this world so that people can be saved and go to heaven and healed and delivered and whatever else God wants to do through this ministry. I pray tonight that we touch and agree and bind together in love and support this ministry. This is for people that have great needs. Great needs. And Jesus said, if you just give a cup of water to a disciple, you will have a reward. Just a cup of water. You don't know unless you do know, and you've been there, what a cup of water can mean when you're sick and afflicted, when you're down and out. You don't know how good that cold water feels when you drink it and it goes down into your stomach. You don't know that until you experience that. When you're so sick and you're so afflicted, and then somebody comes and ministers to you the will of God. Just a cup of water. 
Just a cup of water is so refreshing. The word of God is refreshing. The word of God gives hope and understanding because he is the only one that can help you in your life. As far as salvation, as far as healing and deliverance and other things in your life, he's the only one. But he said you would have storms. But he said, build your life upon a strong foundation, which is the rock. Because when they come, whatever they are, sickness, disease, affliction, handicap. My cousin had a stroke. Whatever. Whatever, however they come, financial, persecution. However they come, put your faith on me. Put your foundation on me. And stand, because I will stand with you. I will stand with you. And you will see the salvation of the Lord. I'm turning to the book of Acts. The book of Acts in chapter 27 And when it was determined that we should sail into Italy, they delivered Paul and certain other prisoners unto one named Julius, a centurion of Augustus' band. That's the Italian band, and that's uh, that centurion uh, usually takes care of a hundred men. He's in charge, and he has authority of a hundred men. Entering into a ship of at Ram. We launched, meaning to sail, by the coast of Asia. One of Aristarchus, a Macedonian of Thessalonica, being with us. So he worked and helped with the Italian band. And right now I pray in the name of Jesus Christ to all that want to pray and touch and agree for those people in Japan. I pray, Father, for all those that are in authority, that you will anoint them to uh, start rebuilding and helping Japan right now in this terrible time, this terrible loss. I pray that you help them, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you visit them by your spirit and that you move on the intercessors of this earth to pray and lift up this nation to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray, O Lord. We pray that everything will be sent to them from uh, the United States ministries that can help them. Lord, big ministries that can help, like the 700 Club and and, uh, Billy Graham's son. Lord, these ministries that reach out. I pray in Jesus' name. I'm in verse 3 of Acts 27, and the next day we touched at Sidon. And Julius courteously entreated Paul and gave him liberty to go into his friends to refresh him. That's how much he trusted Paul. That's what a testimony Paul had in prison, that he could be trusted. And that was an example of his faith and his belief in Jesus Christ. Let your light shine wherever you are. You might be in jail. 
You might be in prison. You might be in a hospital, in a nursing home, in assistant living. You might be anywhere where your light will shine for Jesus Christ. Remember, your light will shine on someone. God has given you a light as a Christian. Let your light shine. And when we had launched from thence, we sailed under Cyprus because the winds were contrary. So they weren't going their way. They were coming against the ship. When we had sailed over the Sea of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra, a city of Lycia. And there the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing into Italy, and he put us therein. When we had sailed slowly many days, and scarce were come over against Nidus, the wind not suffering us, we sailed unto Crete over against Salmon. And hardly passing it came into a place which is called Fair Havens. Nigh whereunto was the city of Lycia. Now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them. So just picture in your mind tonight, all you that are listening, a big ship, uh, pretty good size in a bad storm and uh, just picture that in your mind and you could even use yourself and your own body wherever you might be sick and afflicted in pain disabled you're broken you're going through a, a, you know when you're sick and afflicted you go through a lot of Mental and emotional trials. A lot of thoughts that you have to battle. And you have to win the battle with the word of God. As you believe God by faith. You believe God by faith. We know that faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So if God has spoken to you, if God has given you a word and you're very deathly sick and you don't even, uh, you can't even pray. You can hardly get the words out of your mouth. All you can do is pray in your heart, your spirit, and and say things to the Lord. But God knows. God knows because you're on your way back. You're on your way back, and it might look totally impossible, but you haven't reached the other side yet. You got to go through the journey. You got to go through the trial. You got to go through the test, whatever is going in your life. So you see this as an example in Scripture of of a mighty storm. This is a mighty storm. And this storm is able to destroy the ship and everybody in it. And you might have come against something like that in your life. You might be so sick 
The doctors say you're going to die and there's no hope. There is no hope. But if you hear the sound of my voice, there is hope in Jesus Christ. Because he can save you. And the most important thing in your life is that you're saved. That's number one. Is that your sin-sick soul is forgiven, washed, and you're saved. That is the most important thing in your life. Remember... Those that call upon the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the Lord shall be saved. And uh, right now, when they sailed over the sea of Cilicia and Pamphylia, they came to Myra in the city of Lycia. And there was the certain founder ship of Alexandria, Alexandria sailing into Italy, and he put us therein. And when we had sailed slowly many days, and scarce were come over against Nidus, the wind not suffering us, we sailed unto Crete over against Salmon. And hardly passing, it came into a place which is called the Fair Havens, nigh whereunto was the city of Lycia. And when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and ship, but also our lives. So Paul is saying not only the ship is going to be destroyed, but we can lose our own lives. That's how bad the storm was. Now, all things are possible with God. Just keep your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as a person. He is your personal savior. He is your personal savior. To know him. To know him. To know your savior, Jesus. That he's with you whatever you're going through. However dangerous, whatever it looks like, the report of the doctor the report of your friends. Remember, it's hard to take in all that. And sometimes the word is in you. If God has spoken a word to you before you went through these sicknesses, diseases, loss in your life, whatever it is, you just rest in that word. And you can say in your mind, well, God told me this. And now look at everything that's going on. This is not what God told me. Yes. But you're going through a storm. You're going through a storm that you never thought about. You're going through darkness 
that you never thought about. That was not in God's voice when he spoke a promise to you or he gave you direction in your life and he told you that he would bless you in some way. And now you find yourself in this storm that is able to take you out. But you're going to go home and meet Jesus no matter what. If you do pass on, you're going to meet Jesus no matter what. If you're saved. But you got to be saved. That is the most important thing, is to be saved. To really be saved in your heart. So, here we go. Now when much time was spent, and it was very dangerous, because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. And you know what he just said? You know what he just said? We just read that? Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. So he didn't believe Paul. He didn't believe Paul. And that's a problem with some people that don't believe in God. They don't believe God will do it for them. They don't believe for many different reasons. And they don't put their faith in God. They put their faith in man. And not that God doesn't use man. God uses man. God's given man talents and gifts. He uses them for his purpose and his will. We have the man here that's a doctor. His name is Luke. He's on the ship with Paul. Luke, who wrote the book of Acts. He's a doctor. So you see, some people don't put their faith in God, and that's the bad thing. So I tell you tonight again, make sure that you just don't have God as lip service. Well, I said a prayer, and that's it, and that's good enough, and boom, boom, boom. No, you have a prayer that you really mean to the best of your ability, having a relationship with Jesus. Having a relationship by grace, because he gives you the grace and the help to do that. Just make sure that's number one and you have Jesus. Now, we just spoke about that the centurion did not believe in Paul. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is a haven of Crete, and lieth toward the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purposes, loosing thence, they sailed close to Crete. 
But not long after there arose against it a tempestuous wind called Yur Saladun. Yuraxalin. That is a hurricane. A hurricane winds were blowing against the ship. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, they just let it go. Just let the wheel go and let it drive by itself. And running under a certain island, which is called Claudia, we had much work to come by the boat. That's an example to me. When you're in your difficulty, when you're in your trial, when you're in your storm, and you're in your terrible storm, that you just let the whole thing go and you give it to Jesus. You just don't even think about it. You don't think about everything that is involved. You just say, Lord, I'm in this. I'm with you, and I give it all to you. And you told me that greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. You told me you would never leave me. You told me you would never forsake me. You told me things, Lord, in my past, and I believed them by faith that you said it, and you will bring it to pass no matter what I have to go through. Isn't that what Abraham was tested when God told him to kill his son? And he took his son up to the mountain and he took out the knife and he was ready to kill him. And the angel came and said, no, no, I believe you love God. I believe that God can trust you to be the head of many nations. I believe you love God and you will raise your family in the admonition of the Lord. The ship was caught and when they had taken up, they used helps undergirding the ship and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksands, struck sail and so were driven. Hey, that's it, man. If you fell out of that ship in the quicksand, you're dead. You're not getting out. Unless somebody gets you out, you're dead. You're going down. Dangerous. Dangerous. All around them. All around the north, the south, the east, and the west. All around them was danger. Very dark time. And they were exceedingly tossed with a tempest the next day. They lightened the ship. They started to throw things off the ship that weighed the ship down. You know, when you're going through a trial like this, and you're being shaken like this, the word says in the book of Hebrews 
to lay aside every sin that that hinders you. Every weight that hinders you because you're in a race. Christians, you're in a race. And you have to finish your race. It's a long race. It's not to the swift. And God wants you to finish strong. And it's a good time to examine yourself and see what you have to get rid of in your life. That's hindering you from the fullness of the Holy Ghost and the blessings of God. That's hindering you. In verse 19, in the third day, we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. No hope. No hope. No hope to get up and keep trying. No hope. There's no hope there. Well, God helps those that can't help themselves. There's no stars. There's no moon. There's no light that had brought them into deep depression in this storm. Big ship. Many men on there. They gave up being saved. They said to themselves, we cannot be saved. We're lost. We're going down. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. Now, Paul's not chastising them in a bad way and say, I told you so. That's not why he's saying this. He's saying this because of this. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, which means to be of good courage. For there also shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Now, Paul was an intercessor, and Jesus is our intercessor. And he was not only in Paul, but he was manifested in his presence and visited Paul as the angel of God and gave Paul the instructions that now they should follow 
to be saved. If they wanted to be saved, they had to follow Jesus Christ's instructions to Paul. Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. I believe God that it, it has to be even as it was told me. And he's talking to 276 men. Isn't that tremendous? The power of prayer. The power of intercession. The power of the love of God for humanity. Lost humanity with no hope. But God. But God. Because of a Christian. That prayed. That prayed. And he already knew that the situation and circumstances were bad from the beginning. And he went along with it because he was on his way to preach to Caesar, which was God's will, to stand before kings and preach the good news. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driven up and down in Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country, and sounded and founded twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again and founded fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should have fallen upon rocks. They cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea unto color, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. You see, I believe God. And I believe God is sovereign. And if God has given you a promise, if God has spoken to you, you have to do your part. You have to do your part. Now, God gave Paul a promise that they would all be saved, including Paul. After prayer all night. But they had to still do the instructions of the Lord to stay in the ship. Stay in the ship. You know, some people use God and they just pray and they get they like a lot of uh, combat soldiers that were in combat and they say God if you get me out of this when I get home I'll serve you all the day. and they never do it 
God saved them in combat. They got out. They went home. And they're out today, 30 years, and they never went to church. And God did his part. But they didn't do their part. You see, we have to do our part. We have to follow God's instructions. And if that means let God use doctors in your life, then you have to let God use doctors. That is the way that he has chosen to heal you. I know the Bible says lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I know God can answer my prayer and touch somebody and heal them. But sometimes God uses doctors. And we have to be obedient to the instructions of the Lord. Or whatever way he has told you to get your healing, to get your comeback. If you're coming back, if you've been knocked down, you're making a comeback, then you have to follow God's instructions. You're under his management now. He's God. And I say that in love. I say that in love. Stay in the ship. The title of this message is Stay in the Ship. Christians, stay in the will of God. Don't quit. Don't quit when you're going through it. No matter how hard it gets, don't run from the battle. Just keep looking to God because he loves you. Let him do it. Each day you'll get stronger. God will give you the grace. Stay in his will. Stay in salvation. Don't give up on the Lord. Now some of you have heard this message tonight and it's a new year. It's January 1st today. This happy new year. And we wish you a merry, merry new year and a blessed new year. And the best way for you to have that is to have Jesus. You heard the message tonight. You can read it. You can get yourself a Bible. You can turn open to Acts chapter 27 and you can read about the storm because you're going to have storms in your life. If you haven't had many already. And it's just about wiped you out. But you've uh, found your strength in yourself or some other way. And you haven't given God the glory. He's not your rock. Your dependence is on sinking sand. And it will sink. You will sink. When the great day to stand before God comes... You will st sink because you never put your faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Today is January 1st, New Year's Eve. In 1980, 40-something years ago, I said the sinner's prayer, 
and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And I celebrate 47 years of serving the Lord by grace and mercy and by faith that he called me into the ministry just a plain guy, a wild guy, a sinner that knew what it was to sin and to go tell others that there's a savior and there's a better way to live your life and that you can be a great blessing to other people. And that's what Jesus' life is all about, to produce, to multiply, and to make disciples. You believe? You believe that 2,000 years ago Jesus came here and died for your sins on the cross? You believe that he rose again from the dead? You believe that he's sitting on the right hand of God? You believe that he's talking to you? You know how he talks to you? By his word. If you believe, then you say a prayer with me as you hand your life over to Jesus. Remember, you come by faith, you come by love. Because God loves you and he wants the best for you. And the best for you is to come to him and give it all to him and surrender your life. Because starting tonight, he's got a plan for your life. He's going to make all things new. According to scripture, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Yes, he will do that in your life. You will be a new man. You won't want to sin no more. You will be a changed person. You will even love your enemies. You will pray for those that despitefully use you. Yes, it's not automatic. Positionally, it's automatic. But in real life, you have to grow. And you grow, you mature, and you get stronger every day as a Christian. And you act like a Christian, and you do as a Christian. That's the power of God. God's offering you a new life in him. Where is your life? Your true life is in Jesus Christ. So now I'm going to say the prayer. According to scripture in Romans chapter 10. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Just say this prayer with me. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. And I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe the report tonight. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And I repent. I turn away from my sins. I change my mind. I don't want to be a sinner no more. I want to be saved. And I ask that you forgive me, Father, in Jesus' name, of every sin I committed 
and I ask that you wash me white as snow. I believe right now, I say it with my mouth, and I believe it in my heart. I believe it. I ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart and to be my personal Lord and be my personal Savior. I believe that. 2024. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life in Heaven. That's the book of the righteous. That's the book of Christians. That's the book that Jesus will open up when I go stand before him and get my reward. Because the Lamb of God washed my sins away. And I'm in there. You're in there. Because you came. You came. Just as you are. Just as you are. You come tonight. Just as you are. And you receive Jesus. This is the greatest. The greatest moment of your life. There will never be another time like this. This is the beginning of the greatness that you will have with God. And your relationship. And you will have God in you. And you will be the temple of the Holy Ghost. Get yourself a Bible if you don't have a Bible. Start to read the book of John. Pray and ask God to guide and lead you into a church. A full gospel church that's preaching the whole gospel. From Genesis to Revelation. And in time... Tell somebody that you receive Jesus as your Savior. We love you here. Shannon Davis loves you. Omega Man love you. Yes. Joanne and I love you. We preach the gospel with love. There is no condemnation to those that are in Jesus Christ. You have him now. If you have truly said that prayer, that's between you and God. You have him now. He is in your life. And this is just the beginning of a great life in God, an eternal life. You not only have a life here, but eternal life means forever and ever. We love you. We pray that God will bless you right now and increase you and heal you and deliver you, baptize you with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. And uh, until next time, this is Pastor Joe and Joanne. We love you, and I give you now to Pastor Shannon Davis. Amen. Brother Joe, I love you and Sister Joanne, and it is so good to be back with you today. Start off 2024 with a powerful message called Stay in the Ship. And um, I tell you, man, I really do appreciate you and your ministry. And uh, friends, I'm going to have this up in the archive shortly, and I want you to share it with everybody you can. And uh, be back with us again next week for more Fresh Bread of the Word of God with uh, Pastor Joseph Ferrara. My friend, God richly bless you. Do you want to close us in prayer? 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just believe that Shannon is uh, needs a touch from you. Father, I pray that you touch him. I pray if there's any sickness and disease there, I pray that you heal him, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you give him strength, Father God, in the name of Jesus, throughout his whole body, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Father, I pray for his ministry, Omega Man Radio, that you bless it mightily for the new year, 2024, that you give him many, many souls, that you give him many benefits as we celebrate your benefits in Psalm 68. Lord, you give us many benefits. Give him and his family and all those that work with him, all those that support him, give them many benefits and bless this ministry, Lord, as we lift him up, Lord. We pray for 2024 as this ministry takes off like a rocket, Lord, from Cape Canaveral down here. You see these rockets take off. Father, I pray this ministry will take off like a rocket ship with all power, Lord, and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Father, there's one uh, ministry here, but there's many giftings, many callings that are on this ministry. Just like in the Word, when uh, Philip preached that many of the disciples had different giftings, and you used them all. Father, we pray for this ministry has many giftings and talents. I pray that you give him people that love to give that they not only give in tithes and offerings, but there's in the Bible where it teaches about the giftings, there's people that God has given a heart just to give. It's a gift to give. I pray that you give him people that support him uh, in giving financially, Father. I pray I agree with him. I love him. Uh, he's my brother. And we've worked together for uh, eight, nine years. And, uh, Father, I love him, and uh, I agree with what he's doing. And we're on the same uh, ship, Lord, and we're headed for heaven. And we want to take as many as we can with us. Lord, continue to increase him and uh, strengthen him. And I pray for his tent will expand that the tent will expand, Father God, this 2024. In different seasons that we all go through in 2024, that you will bring it all, bring it all to be a great blessing, Father, whatever we go through, because we'll be more like you. And uh, you love people so much, Lord, that you want them in heaven. You want them in heaven. You want them to be with you. That's love. So they can have what you have. That's love. I pray with my wife and everybody that touches and agrees with me. All the sick and afflicted that were listening tonight, I pray for healing. Those that reached out to the Lord, I pray that you heal them. Lord, those that are terribly troubled right now at this season and time, Lord, emotionally, I pray for emotional healing and deliverance. That you touch their broken heart and heal them, Father. 
Continue to touch our brother, Richard Keltner. Strengthen him. Strengthen his heart. Him and his wife. Lord, we love them. And uh, thank you, Lord, that for their prayers. We thank you that when I got very sick, that he was calling me. My wife had put it on Facebook. And uh, I pray for Richie that you bless him, Lord. Because... Uh, we're all good friends together. We're all brothers together. Yes. And I pray that you bless him, Lord, because we're all laboring. We're all laboring to bring in the harvest. I pray that you bless Shannon's wife and his children. And I pray that you give him what he needs for his family, Lord. I pray that you give him what he needs. I know that he's obeyed the call and I pray that he has a life and a wife and children. I pray that you give him everything he needs, that you bless him. Lord, this man of God, this faithful man of God that keeps the ship going, Lord. Amen. I touch and agree. What a powerful prayer today. And I pray for you, my friend, Father God, bless Brother Joseph, Sister Joanne, bring healing to his body, give him total healing and recovery. Bless everybody that tuned in out there today, in Jesus Christ's name. Honored to be with you tonight. We'll see you next week, Brother Joseph. We love you. I love you. It's good to be back, brother. Thank it's, you. It's great to be back with you. I tell Thank you, that. you, Lord. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Folks. That was Pastor Joseph Ferrara. Powerful word today. And I'll get that up here in just a bit. Um, we're back. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, everybody, for not giving up on us. I'm here to tell you we're going to have some great broadcasts this month. And we have just got started. I've got over half of the uh, schedule filled. All the Monday night, excuse me, all the 7 p.m.s. I think are, are gone with the exception of one. I'm filling up 8, 9, and then 10 p.m. Uh, we're going to be back Wednesday during the day for international shows. We've got Ivory Hopkins coming up this week, too. And if you want to contact me or get any of these shows, they're all free. OmegaManRadio.com is our website. Good night, everybody, and uh, we'll see you back uh, tomorrow with all new broadcasts. I'll also get some reloaded shows up for you by tomorrow. You'll have plenty of content, I'm here to tell you. Thank you again. We'll see you next time. Love you.